0: Hey, everybody, we're back here with you on The Financial Answer. We are back for another exciting podcast with Nathan O'Brien, Registered Investment Advisor and Chartered Retirement Planning Counselor, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey. But most importantly, he is the most importantly, he is the founder of (laughs) O'Brien & Associates, as well as your local coach and your friend and mine. And Nathan, welcome in, buddy. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Doing really good. I'm looking forward to the show today. And I love that intro, man. You always do a fantastic I, job. With I that, try. So. Sometimes I bobble them, but that's all right. <laughs> but yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's okay. I appreciate We'll give it. you a pass on I, those I, days. I so appreciate it. I
0: appreciate it. Well, as always, if you found us on the website, thefinancialanswer.com, cool. Stay there. If not, yeah. make sure you share it with your friends yeah. or subscribe to us while you're there on iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, Stitcher, so on and so forth. My usual spiel there. And of course, if you got questions or concerns, as always, I like to talk it out once or twice if you need some help before you take any action. Reach out to somebody and Nathan's here for you. 85551 yeah. Coach. Yeah exactly. 85551 Coach. All right, so it's time for in the news. Extra, extra, read all about it. All right, so my news topic this week is, uh, well, McDonald's, actually. I and mean, you might say, what's that got to do with <laughs> retirement, Mark? Uh, okay, so McDonald's <laughs> says that they're discontinuing the lobbying efforts that they've been using to fight against that minimum wage increase. We've been hearing about this now for, mm, what, a year yeah. and a half or whatever. Yeah. In certain yeah, right. cities it's kinda of started, so on and so forth. So my question yeah. to you is is a sign that higher wages really for American workers across the board is an inevitability and you know, what's your take on the you know, fifteen dollars an hour at McDonald's kind of thing? I think they're already making like ten.
1: Yeah, I think the issue is going to be that, you know, people will see, I think, the impact is not going to be what they thought it would be. I think, you know, McDonald's is going to end up putting in kiosks for people to order from. So you'll go up and push the button and they, you know, at $15 an hour for – you know two or three people that are running the front they can afford to do those kiosks and, and have keep a person it, or you know, two right and, and keep a person yeah. or two so you're gonna see the you know wage increase i believe i yeah. think that's gonna happen you're gonna see that you're gonna see minimum wage go up to that but then maybe not 15 but maybe somewhere in between well there. but then after that you're gonna it's it's gonna have a negative impact because yeah. i mean we you have to think of it as the way that You know, if you own a company, okay, and your company makes typically X amount of profit, yeah, yeah, whatever your profit
0: per item is, right?
1: That's right. Then, you know, you can only afford to pay a certain amount, and that's it. And so, if the government requires you to pay more, then all you're going to do is fire somebody and or increase your increase the price of your service and goods, yeah, or increase the price of your service and goods, which you know, that doesn't help either. So, it, it doesn't help the economy. So, it's just it's just kind of a tough situation that companies well, here, are putting. Well, put
0: here, here's kind of my, my take on this. I'm going to talk about this for a minute. You know, okay. as opposed to our radio show here on the podcast, we can kind of go where we want to go a little bit. Yes, and we can. Uh, <laughs> and so my, you know, I get people you know want to earn a fair you know living wage. I get all that. I'm not going to get too True. far in the weeds on that argument, but yeah. I don't know sometimes if we think this through to that point we just made because. Ultimately, like, okay, if you just use this example, okay, so they'll start to automate even more. The company will. will. And yeah. also, then everything goes up. So now they're going to raise the cost of their food. Yeah, so uh, which, now Big
1: Mac's $7 instead right, of 5 so, Right, Well, it's know. already
0: it's almost 7 I think. So, yeah, maybe it's 8 <laughs> Right, But then also what happens? So then the, the guys driving the trucks delivering the stuff, they're going to wind up raising their rates. You yep. know, the gas, you know, I mean, it's just cyclical. So it now you fought to get a higher wage at $15 an hour to be a quote unquote living wage. But guess what? Everything that, you know, is now raising inflation up, just happened. Inflation a lot. just yeah. happened. So, so now you're yeah. right back in the same boat you were in before. That's right. So I don't know. It's, it's a tough call. I go back and forth with that whole starter jobs or starter jobs and, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. And like I said, we won't get too far in the weeds, but I agree with you. I think that higher wages are going to continue to come, but people should be prepared that with that is going to come, you know, higher goods and services. Yeah, I
1: agree. And I mean, there are really good paying jobs at McDonald's and other companies like that, you know, so it's just you don't start out there. And that's the thing we've all heard about somebody that's with a company that worked from the ground up. Basically, it's what they say. And now they're making, you know, 250 a year and they've got millions in their 401k. And they've done that because of hard work over time. And they've applied themselves and tried to do those things. And so that's just something that you've got to have that drive. And that's one thing that I don't see. Yeah. You know, we don't see that in a lot of the new employees that are out there. There's not a job. Well, a lot of the entry-level jobs, I get
0: it. They're that's tough. That's right. I mean, we. All, I had one. They we are. all had one. Yeah, I, I hated yeah, my job right. when I was 16. <laughs> I,
1: know, I did too. So I actually started when I was 14 yeah. working at a, at a company. So it was
0: just It's sort it of a crazy. rite of passage yeah. to go, God, this job is terrible. I need to do something better, right? <laughs> that's
1: right. That's right. That teaches you to want to do something better, yeah, I think. exactly. And so you kind of want to have that crappy we, job.
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> (laughs) Exactly. Life lessons we tend to sometimes forget. Actually, speaking of that, I actually want to kind of tie into this a little bit about life lessons on our Confidence Corner segment of the show this week. So let's go ahead and roll that and let's jump into our Confidence Corner. I like money. I like knowing that I have it. It's time for the Confidence Corner. Yeah, so tying this whole kind of podcast together, and by the way, you are listening to the Financial Answer Podcast with Nathan O'Brien, I was going to ask you kind of about future generations and have a little conversation Mm -hmm. around that. And we were just kind of finishing up the McDonald's chat was saying, you know, it teaches you to want something, you know, to push yourself to move on to something better and (laughs) something more. So let's dive into that. And I'm going to hop around on this list a little bit because I think I'm going to use that as our segue. But uh, when you're talking about future generations, look, kids and grandkids are always and often going to play a big role in our financial plans. So I got a couple common areas. I want to see how you advise, might advise folks in these situations. And I'm going to start with uh, when you have families where maybe the kids, adult kids are still on the. Quote unquote payroll, right? Yeah. So, for example, I'll use my daughter with the cell phone thing. Okay. She's 22. She's going into the Navy. We're still paying her cell phone. It's $20 for us to pay for an additional line, or it's like $75 for her to do her own. Yeah. Yeah. So, I can see both sides of the coin. But to our point about life lessons, at some point, you know, we're going to have to say, look, go get your own plan because you now have a career in the Navy and you're an adult just for no other reason than just to teach her the value and the responsibility of her own problems, right? Yeah,
1: that's right. That's right. And that's, I agree with that a hundred percent. I mean, there's definitely times when we need, you know, especially as the kids are growing up, we got to help them and do these things. But, you know, I am seeing more and more clients struggle with this decision to kind of get them off the payroll, (laughs) kick them off the books. (laughs) Yeah, that's really it. And it gets to where, you know, I see kids that are in their 40s sometimes that their parents are still paying their cell phone bills. So that to me, unless that child has just gone through a time where they lost a job or whatever, you know, right. and it's absolutely something
0: a special needs, you know, kind of situation.
1: special kind. Yeah. That kind of situation that, you know, just doesn't happen very often. Not in, in the situations I've seen anyway. So, you know, it's tough for parents sometimes to just say no.
0: Right. And well, a well, lot of time- Well, let me ask ahead. you. I'm yeah. sorry. Let me ask you a follow up to no, that. No, So what if someone's listening to Nathan and they say, but I can't afford it. Why shouldn't I? What's your take yeah. there as a financial yeah. guy? Yeah, so
1: in that case, I mean, I don't, I, you know, if they're not asking for guidance, I'm not giving an opinion on that because right. they have their own views of parenting. I'm not, you know, I'm not to say that I'm the best parent in the world I'm sure, not sure. going to do that. So I don't feel like, you know, if they want to do that for their child and they can afford it, it doesn't affect their plan and they just want to do okay, that. Okay, so that's kind of a. Okay. I personally would not do that for my kids. Right. But that doesn't mean that it's wrong to do
0: it for yours. Sure. You know,
1: I just think that I, I just want to, let them take more responsibility Right. Than that.
0: So the flip side Personally, being, though, if you but, cannot afford to help them, you are really putting both of you at a bigger yes. at a bigger disadvantage because Absolutely. you're just yeah. putting yourself in the hole for retirement.
1: And I've had clients sometimes, you know, they just, I mean, they love their kids so much, oh, which sure. is awesome. We all you do. know, they do, yes, but then they just won't say no. Right. Okay? Right. They won't do that. And so sometimes even I've had one client, one couple that said, you know, can you tell us that we can't do this, so we can tell <laughs> our kid that? And I was just like, "Are you serious? <laughs> you know, it's uh, fine." So, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was you know that was just a an eye opening experience for me that everybody is different with yeah. their parenting. Yeah. Everybody has different situations and experiences that they've had with kids, their own kids, and so there's a lot of things that a lot of times people just need to look at the numbers and see this is what's happening. This is what you know, if you keep doing this, this is gonna go down a wrong path for you, you know? And so, looking at that, Looking at that, a lot of times people make good decisions. Sometimes it doesn't matter at all, though. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. Okay, well, that's topic kind of one here on my Future Generations conversation and how our kids or grandkids can play a big role in our financial plans. we touched on a lot of that already there. We had an email question a few weeks back on the show, on the radio show, and I kind of wanted to cycle that back around. And it was a lady who who said uh, that she had twins who were getting ready to go to college, and she's already 60 okay so for those folks who have kids later in life and they feel like they've got to pay or have to help paying for college and they are that close to retirement that creates a real interesting challenge uh, how do you advise in that situation when someone comes in and talks to you about that
1: yeah i mean the key is and dave you know ramsey says this all the time the sure. key is not being worried about paying for your kids college Right. okay you cannot finance your retirement right, right? There, you got to save there's you've no got bank got to, loan for that right, right. <laughs> no that's right that's right so you've got to be saving what you need for your retirement first and then if the kids need to borrow money for college great it's available then if you have enough if they aren't going to borrow money then and you can help them at that point and you're on your track and you know everything's good at 60 or whatever then then help them if you want to but you've got to go that route and so many people my brother-in-law he and his wife are going to be in that same exact situation they just had a had a child and he's 41 you know, yeah, and so yeah. their very first one. So that's, you know, that's going to be something that they have to address later on and, and make sure that, you know, they get their priorities in order and make sure that they can do what they need to yeah. do because, you know, you're going to be able to help your kids throughout your life. It's not your job to pay for your kid's college. I know some
0: people think that, right. but it's not, you know, it's well, not. And if you've been planning um, along the way, that helps. It is. It.
1: Yeah, that's right. You can plan for those things, sure. but there are some prioritized items that you've got to put first. And if you don't have a pension, you've got to put that retirement first because you're going to end up being a burden on your child later on if you haven't, you know, and nobody wants to do that. So, You know, think about this stuff ahead of time. Think about the future. And that's why it's so important to just work with an advisor, work with a financial planner to make sure you at least address these things. And if you make that decision to, you know, just fund the college and it's going to cause you to work a few more years or whatever, then that's fine. You've made that educated decision at that point. But know what those numbers are before you make that decision, and then it'll be a good experience
0: yeah exactly well and again a lot of things can be accomplished through proper planning but sometimes those things take time and you've got to make sure Mm -hmm. that you have some time to do that and in some cases you know we wait to the last i mean we're humans we all procrastinate sometimes you're you're scrambling especially for you as an advisor you're scrambling to try to help people deal with situations that they've created by waiting too long and it is what it is but you have to get there how about i think go ahead
1: no, I was just, since we're talking about college real quick, I was reading an article the other day. I cannot remember where sure. it was, but it's just, you know, it was talking about how kids, a lot of college graduates today don't even feel like that it was worth it, you know. That, oh, that's that becoming a got, bigger and bigger thing, especially it for is, the money. And yeah. so I think we're going to have a big, we're going to have a big shift on something over yeah, the next Yeah, I think decade, there is going to be believe. something that it's, breaks
0: there, yeah.
1: It is. It's going to have to, I think. And so, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's coming in that. Situation, But it's going to be different, I think. Well, let
0: me future. let me give you kind of a, a breakdown. A friend of mine, I'm 48. I've got a friend of mine who's 50, and he went to the University of North Carolina, the Chapel Hill, Tar Hills, Michael Jordan, all that kind of yeah, thing, right? Yeah. Uh, very, you know, clout. got a, a lot of clout there at the school. He's two years older than I am, so he went there in the 80s, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. His tuition for his whole thing was around, I think he said it was something around 48 or $5,200 a year, okay? Yeah. OK, yeah. it's it's more like thirty eight thousand a year, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's maybe Duke. But maybe maybe UNC is like twenty six. But either way. Right. You, yeah. you know, it like, it's well, yeah. it's it's up like something like five hundred percent or something. I yeah. think it is. It's some, it is it's some crazy numbers.
1: I know in the planning that we do, when we're doing college planning, we figure 7% inflation every year for college funding. Which is higher so, than normal inflation. Yeah, it's a lot higher than normal yeah. inflation. It's more than double. It's triple, basically, yeah. of what normal inflation has been over the last 20 years. So that's the thing that people just don't understand. And you don't, you know, you don't have to do that. You can do some other things. But it's if you're going to do it, start it's planning get, early. <laughs> yes, that's right. It, it is. It's important to plan and make sure that you, you know, just think about all this stuff ahead of time. Too many things for some people. Yeah, very true. (laughs) For a lot of people, yeah. Well, it gets
0: kind of heavy when you're talking about future generations and what we're going to do with things. It does. Let's talk about Mm. another kind of piece that unfortunately we've been seeing a lot over the last few years, and that is aging parents who kind of maybe due to some of these things we just talked about put themselves behind the eight ball through helping their uh, adult kids now they kind of expect those adult kids to care for them because they can't they know they're not going to probably be able to afford long-term care insurance so their plan is well my kids will take care of me well first question i would have is did you even have the conversation with them because i know my mom put me in this situation and she didn't warn me it was coming we didn't have that chat i just had to kind of take up the mantle and do it
1: I think that's the situation that I see almost all the time in in what you're referring to, Mark. You know, right. it's no parent ever really says, Well, I'm just gonna make my kids take care of me. Right. Nobody it does just that. You happens, know, it's right. just you're right. It's just that they it's not really a plan. It's because they really just didn't, <laughs> didn't take action did steps. Yeah, yeah, they didn't take action steps to do something else. And so, you know, that's what happens and you know, my grandparents have done the same thing basically, and, you know, they did that to my parents. And, you know, I think that happens a lot. And it's something now where you've got to plan because the cost is so expensive. Yeah, you know, it, right. you can really drain retirement accounts, you can really drain your nest egg that if you're trying to, you know, help and save, and you know, then you get into the sandwich generation that we've been talking about. Right, our that's kids kind of are, where now you're you know, at, right? Yeah, yeah. The kids, the kids are still you're helping pay the cell phone bill, plus you're, you know, paying mom and dad's cell phone bill. I mean, we we were, so, I mean, my wife just, and I
0: were kind of there. Now my daughter wasn't yeah. quite eighteen yet, but she was getting close. I mean, we had our mom, yeah. my mom, in the house, and then we had a seventeen-year-old kid. You know, so yeah. you're kind of smacked right in there a little bit.
1: You you need, I, I think we as a society need to take care of our parents. You know, yeah, that's I, our job. I mean, I, I think we need to do that. But also, that doesn't mean that you have to do it completely. It is very hard. I've been through a lot of kind of training on this. It's very hard for you and your wife. I know it was, at sure, the, yeah. you know, and at the time that, that you were having to do that. So it's that way for everybody. There's a lot of extra stress, a lot of extra worry and things that you're having to deal with because of that. So you can plan for some things where, yes, you're taking care of mom or dad or whatever, and then. You know, maybe a couple days a week you've got a caregiver or something like right. that. So there's a lot it, yeah. of things you can do. Right. And just getting a plan together that's not putting the entire burden on your kids is important.
0: Well, I tell you, my wife travels a lot for her job, as you know, and she goes to a lot of other yeah. countries. Her territory yeah. is actually mostly overseas when she travels for work. And it is funny that you mention that because in a lot of societies and cultures, it is actually it's actually completely frowned upon to not take care of your elders. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. and, and in yeah, some cases absolutely. it's pretty harsh. And yet we have kind of that lax situation sometimes here mm-hmm. and, and it gets tough. And, and I think a lot of it, you know, the money stakes are higher here. Things cost a lot more, all that factors. And I get that, uh, does, but yeah. that's, again, where proper planning, comes into a lot of this and we'll finish off our, our podcast this week, Nathan, by saying, look, if you find yourself in a, one of these, you know, situations, you know, talk with somebody, get some help, but maybe on the positive side, if look, even if you, if things are going swimmingly well and you just want to leave a legacy, there's a lot of little people pieces to it, right? So when you're having that conversation, do do you kind of coach people through what to look for?
1: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of things, and and people, you know, they all you know want to leave that legacy, and they they get a lot of bad advice because they'll read stuff on the internet, they'll look at different <laughs> right. things, and and they just misunderstand a lot of times what things are saying. I think I think that's what it comes down to. So um, it's really good to work with your attorney, work with your financial advisor, and make sure that you've got things set up like you need to do. It's not that expensive. It doesn't have to be. If you want right. to set up some complicated things, then yeah, typically that is going to be expensive to do with an attorney, but it doesn't have to be a basic will, you know, even if you're wanting a basic trust, it's not that expensive. So doing things like that to make sure your assets transfer efficiently and (laughs) avoid probate. (laughs) And yeah, that's right. So they're gonna transfer. It's just, you know, it may take five years for it to happen. So, you know, I have clients that are dealing with this all the time. I've got, you know, complicated situations that people set up in their lives because of family decisions and children's decisions and things that ends up causing, you know, causing some complicated stuff that happens. And so all of this stuff can be taken care of with proper planning and it will save thousands, tens of thousands in attorney's fees and, you know, time.
0: And probably Advil for the headaches. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, that's not only right. for you, but for uh, but, but for uh, the person themselves. Yeah, right? so. for the
1: person going through it. So yeah. it, it is. It's just something that, you know, if you have the proper plan, then it really makes things go much easier.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, folks, as always, we appreciate your time here on the podcast, The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. We come to you with this show and hopefully provide you with some useful information that you can think about and take back for your own situations and share that with uh, folks that you know. And, of course, we try to – make it a little fun as well along the way. But as always, reach out to Nathan if you need some help or have some questions or know someone who does, eight five five fifty one coach your number to call, eight five five fifty one coach or share us uh, at thefinancialanswer.com. Again, that's thefinancialanswer.com. You can share the website. You can share the podcast. You can subscribe to it, all those good things. And Nathan, my friend, have yourself a fantastic week, buddy, and I'll see you next time.
1: Same to you. Hope everyone else has a good week too. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think we're going to actually take a short, kind of a little break because uh, Easter's almost upon us. So we'll be back with a new yeah. podcast. We'll, we'll still have one up and running. We just get an extra day off, I think. So that's about it. That's all
1: right. <laughs> we'll see everybody <laughs> right. next time.
0: Have yourself a great holiday, and uh, we'll talk to you later here on The Financial Answer.